Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Chaos Corn. We are in our exemplum of the four cornmen of the apocalypse. Um, any? Should we jump into it? Should we do a brief recap? I have no idea how to DM anymore. Um, I think what we do is we get music. We have nominated a new DJ. Oh, uh, yeah. So Cyrus, I think oh, you are now our our DJ. Yep, you volunteer for it. Totally. Yes. I think. Wait, aren't you only the one who's been loading up music into it? Yes. Um. Yes. Oh, sort of. Well, sort. No, maybe. Yeah, we'll roll with it. Yeah, so I, I hereby bestow the powers of DJ onto you, Cyrus. Yay! You, you determine the tone of our musical background and how our audience perceive us. Oh, okay. This isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> if it comes to it, I get um, separate streams for like our music bot as well. So if it's like horrible and I'm like, what is this trash? I will just cut the music bot out good idea. of the recording. Yeah. <clears throat> Should we do character introductions? That's what we do first. Um, player name, what, who you play as. Um, let's let's do like one future thing the character wants to do. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, let's start. Let's go in reverse order this time. So, the fourth cornman of the apocalypse, of course, is Corm. Uh, I'm Corm. Um... And uh, I'm an alcoholic, and I want to make alcohol out of as much corn as I can. Love it. That's, that's about it. Nice. Bless the corn emperor. Bless the corn emperor. Yeah. Hell yeah. <clears throat> the corn emperor. The corn emperor. Let's go to Escacorn. What's your player name? I forgot well, I to mean- do that last time. Yeah, it's Escacorn, yeah. as you as you mentioned. Um, yeah. uh, my goal is to consume more um, food created by the Forge. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the Valiant Shield and Spore Expert, as oh. well as Chef. That's right. It's Cobb. You know, my goal <laughs> is to cook. I'm going to cook everything. I'm going to cook everyone. I'm going to make the best food around. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to actually clarify on that a little bit. Um, the dishes that you serve are mainly comprised of magical stardust. Um, so, like, you're, you're not actually serving other food entities, unless you really want to. Uh, That's fine. But yeah, you're, you're an expert in manipulating stardust into consumable meals. Can I consume it even to, like, a, a fake farm? Yeah, I, there's Sick. like a, a level in the cornucopia with a, a farm level that just grows magical stardust. That'll be me. That's me. <laughs> nice. And then, of course, the stalwart. Yes, it is I, Colonel Canadius Formal, or <laughs> Colonel, just for short, just because it's a really long name. <laughs> My goal is the complete destruction of any and all creatures or any and all isles that harm the corn people in the name of the corn emperor slash god. Perfect. 
now that we've finished character introductions, I guess it falls onto me as the DM to give a little recap and set the mood for um, the campaign. Last time we were introduced to this world of chaotic corn, and we, you guys were launched from your massive spaceship into battle against fungal entities and gushers. And you were launched from the cornucopia and you guys were mostly playing around for a little bit. There were some interactions between you guys. You guys played golf. You guys captured and mutilated a gusher. You guys mowed down several gushers with a, a machine gun. And then you guys got a little more serious at the commands of Korm. And you, you guys went out and started just ripping things apart. The gushers were all smashed apart. And let's... Yeah, Eskacorn started devouring the fungal entity and you were sort of infected by it for a second until you were purified by Korm. And... I think... Oh, you returned to the ship, talked to John Henry Cornman, and directed you to Maisie. Um, and we made yeah. a compass. You made a compass. Mm -hmm. You just now need to find an energy source um, to feed to Eskacorn with about the power of a small star to open up the warp or the portals to the warp. Yep. And that's where we left off. Nice. Yep. Spooky in space. Spooky. All right. The comp the corn piss has just been completed and you are now you're now trying to locate uh, a large star energy source. <clears throat> what would you guys be doing in the sort of like rest time? You do get a long rest as a character. You get all your health back and all your spell slots back and whatever okay. else. Um, let's see. Um, I think I'll I'll have uh, prepped some food the night before. Gotta make some corn cobs and give it to everyone. Maybe ten to each. Um, it's just, you know, it's just a little bit of food you can pop in your mouth and you get one health back, feel a little bit better. So you're making corn cobs out mm -hmm. of magical stardust or out of actual corn? Out of magical stardust. Okay, so, so in the honor of the corn, the perfect corn shape, you shape stardust into these little corn food snacks is that yeah oh we can yeah. make them almost like a i guess you can make them almost like candy corn okay how many do you give to each person 10 10 so yes. everyone you guys have now been given chef snacks chef snacks <laughs> Um, I'm gonna... um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, you, sorry. Um, DM's supposed to talk less. I'm gonna use that purple corn liquid and start distilling it into uh, alcohol. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we rolled for it, and you had already 
began the distillation okay. process, it should be alcohol pretty much halfway through the night. Oh, okay. nice. Mm-hmm. What that about one. Colonel? What are you doing as mm. the cycle goes to a close? I'm going to be, you know, burning some incense and praying to the Corn Emperor. And then after that, doing my prayers and my rituals, I'm going to be consulting or looking at the uh, gusher <clears throat> orb of mm. direction. Is it like, what, what do you call it? It's, um, it's basically oh. a beacon that like home homes in on other liquid foods like the liquid foods main base the processor factory okay uh, so yeah i'll just call yeah. it the um okay i lost my thought damn it uh i don't know i can do this yeah i don't i, don't, I can't think <laughs> <laughs> that's okay yeah. it was called the corn piss i think yeah it was um, corn piss. it was called the corpus Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start violently shaking the corpus <laughs> because that's how even you though there's no, there's no, there's no um, magical warp open right now, so it's not like reacting to the purple eyes of Escanor. But in the privacy of your own quarters, Colonel, you just begin violently shaking this gusher, um, and it's just <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Good, it's a pain. Yeah, and it doesn't have any reaction because you don't have the energy to open up the warp and or follow its direction. So you're you're just in your room shaking a shaking a gusher. Little guy. What'd you say? A mutilated. Yeah, you're just in your room shaking a gusher. Uh, I was talking to Cyrus. He said something. I just said little guy. Yeah, I'm showing sympathy towards this creature. No. Good. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Finally, Escacorn, what do you do for settling into the night cycle? I am attending the bar as the barkeep. Oh, oh you're, a, you're a barkeep? Yeah. <laughs> Are you in Cornwall? <laughs> <What? laughs> Wait, so are the four cordmen of the apocalypse literally just a, like a bar or like a tavern? Yeah. Food industry. <laughs> We got a taste tester. <laughs> <laughs> you've got, you've got the brewery sector. You've got the chef. You've got the barkeep. You've got, and then there's Colonel, who's just like the patron. I don't know. Colonel, <laughs> religious zealot. I'm not sure. This works. <laughs> I, I feel like you would be like a. You could be like security because you could be like. Oh, he's a bouncer. Yeah. Bouncer, yeah. <laughs> That's what I first thought. <laughs> yeah. uh, it actually turns out that um, the reason why you were selected as the four cornmen of the apocalypse is is not because of any special reasoning. It's just because John Henry Cornman likes to frequent your bar that you <laughs> run, yes. um, and was just like, "I will give blessings onto you, genetic modifications. You could fight in war." And uh, you guys were all like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> what is that special? Our bar is that good. Is that good? <laughs> also, you, you guys have crazy backgrounds, so it all makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> I fell off the corn god. Yep. 
Uh, well, I guess I'm going to go uh, talk to Escacorn at this bar because uh, I'm needing a drink. So uh, <laughs> make my way over there. You see, Escacorn, uh, are you doing any activities? Like, the bar is not very manned right now. Uh, the people are mostly out. Um, I guess people are out celebrating the victory over the fungal entity. So the, the bar would actually be decently crowded. Um, you see several different infantry corn men just going around. Jolly mm. atmosphere is in the air. <clears throat> Escacorn, what are you doing? I think I'd be trying to perfect the pan-galactic corn blaster to see if okay. I can get my patrons as drunk as possible, as quick as possible. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The legendary pan-galactic corn blaster oh. is is a drink that will leave you with several exhaustion points and other other effects as well. <clears throat> oh, Corm, what do you what do you say? Hey, uh, us. What are you doing? Why are you working? It's our night off. You're well, supposed to be drinking it. with me, not serving me. What is this? <laughs> oh, but I enjoy it. It's quite fun. Gotta spread the joy around, you know. You know, I guess I'll drink for the both of us. If you if you're forcing my hand here, I'll drink for the both of us. Sure. <laughs> Galactic corn sticks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I give you six kind of like wine glasses, or like yeah, wine glasses of uh, this kind of glowy like yellow liquid that's kind of like swirling. So it kind of looks like um. Uh, like a nebula, like in a glass, mm. uh, and it ve- it smells like alcoholic, like insanely like alcoholic. Like if it was like over a hundred percent, like it was like a hundred and ten percent, you could believe it. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah, Two hundred proof here. What is this? Mm. Just <laughs> like <laughs> just down to like shots. Okay. Yeah, it was, okay. It was, Good night. <laughs> There's a long rest right there. I'm on the bar. I'm on the bar floor. <laughs> I think I would lived. have to step in as the DM and ask you to make a Constitution saving throw at disadvantage for me, please. <laughs> at disadvantage, he says. What is this Constitution saving throw? Um, Are you? I have a question for you. Are you mixing in the newly extracted corn purple alcohol mixture? Um, you said it was going to take about half a night to do that, so um, that's still that's still making. Okay. Constitution. So I. Ooh, sorry, I got to top back and forth tabs here. At disadvantage, you said. Yep. That'll be. Ooh, that'll be an eighteen. I got a seventeen and a sixteen. So plus Ooh. two. Nice. You're too good. Disadvantage. Okay, so Corm, you just start chugging these down, and um, the nearby infantry corn see you and are like, "Yeah, I want to get one of those." And uh, they get one of them, and they take a barest tiny, tiny sip, and you see one of them go into seizures. Um, and someone out calls out, "We need a medic! We need a medic!" Uh, behind the counter, Cobb, you do come around, 
and your spores gently fill the area. Do you want to do anything to this seizuring? Um... Oh, <laughs> he's just dying. I got a medic exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he dies, I can, I can spore him up. But <laughs> with one final quiver, the infantry corn has sadly. <gasps> Passed into the realm of the pan galactic corn blaster. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, I'll bring him back with my spores. I'll reanimate him. I'll make him back. He can drink more. He can drink as much as he wants. He's like, Come on, you can handle it. Get up. Get up. The sweet taste of Valhalla. <laughs> sir, yes, sir. Drink it. I'm gonna. And you watch this. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, you watch as this uh, passed on, passed out corn infantryman suddenly revives with necromantic spores, and it will fulfill the duty. Uh, what what is the duty? He's got to drink more. <laughs> He's not something. He's got to drink more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> he uh he gets up and just begins chugging this. And now it's a solid matchup. Corm versus the undead Corn <laughs> Infantryman. This is a solid fight. And you guys are just chugging your way through pan-galactic Corn Blasters. Um, and it, it burns. It tingles. It makes you feel alive and dead at the same time. It, it seems to just fill you with energy. And you feel that bubbling around inside of you. I need... You to make another constitution saving throw for me, please. Uh, this time, just a regular one. That'll be a 13. 13? So, it does pass, but the, the, infant, the undead infantryman gets through the second pangalactic corn blaster before you do, and the crowd's starting to form and being like, Yeah, you got it! You got it, Jim! Come on! You could beat him. Oh, no. <laughs> we, we can't beat. Has he had two, two in total? Yeah, so you guys have both finished your second one, but Jim has finished the second one slightly before you and is starting on the third. <laughs> you, you think you can beat me? <laughs> Jimbo? <laughs> Jimmy? Yeah. <laughs> Nah, three more. The the undead body of the this infantryman goes. Glory to the emperor! And just chugs down, starts chugging down the third one. Go ahead and roll another Constitution saving throw for me, please. Uh oh. Oh no. Nat 20. Shit you <gasps> not. <laughs> oh. 22. Gotta send a picture of so Liam. So this, this undead, um, undead infantryman lifts up the third pangalactic corn blaster and just shakily begins to down it. Meanwhile, Corm, how do you finish off the other three? I only got two hands. So uh, I pick two of them up, throw one in the air, pick the other one up, Drink both, and the other one lands in my mouth. Perfect. It's beautiful. <laughs> Doesn't have to make sense. It just works. 
it just works work. with a with skilled accuracy. Corm, you down all three. Where this undead infantryman barely makes it through the third before it fully combusts and explodes. <clears throat> and the crowd goes, "No, Jim! <laughs> ah, he lived a good life." It's great. I'm gonna pick up his body and just be like, "I'll take care of it. Don't worry." Can we cook people? Uh, <laughs> just out of curiosity. Um, I'd say you're certainly welcome oh. to. Okay, I mean he's, I mean he's probably ripe and like good for like corn because he's like full of alcohol. So I'd imagine he could make some uh, good food for him. One of one of the friends, uh, Kim, comes up and goes, "What are you doing with Jim?" We're gonna honor him in his in honor of his greatness. We're gonna put him somewhere great. Don't worry. We'll put him very close to the corn god. <laughs> One of the highest honors. Meanwhile. The night slowly progresses and uh, a messenger does come up to Colonel. Colonel? Yes. We have a nightly debriefing report for you. Okay. <clears throat> we haven't managed to locate the liquid food processors yet, sir. Uh, they, this asteroid field that we are traveling through seems to distort and warp around us. We seem to be traveling past asteroids we've identified before. With the help of the Cornpus, we might be able to navigate through it, sir. Mm. Uh, we also have a report on nearby large energy star sources. Um, our scanners did pick up several several entities, but of note, the the missing heart of the forge, which powered the hot food section, our long range sensors have located it nearby, passing through our space region. How far is it? Probably. Uh, what are space distances? Light years. Light, light years? years? Yeah. Do you guys travel faster than light speed? I, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. I think we do. I think. Oh, I know what it's going to call. I'm going to call it a meter. Um, because that's not the, the foot mile measurements of D&D. So they're going to call um, light years, instead of light years, they're going to call it meters, which are real life meters. And you guys are corn mm -hmm. people. Okay. So <clears throat> how many meters is it? Sir, we've gotten a report that its velocity is changing pretty rapidly. On an intercept path, we could probably get within 300 meters or so. Mm. Meters. You say it was changing velocity? It seems to be accelerating through space. What? I thought it was stationary. Our, our reports indicate that it's traveling currently faster than we can catch it. Mm. Is there any way to intercept it? We'll, we'll get within 300 meters. Oh, yeah. Mm. Closest point. Um, there, might, there might be a way uh, we, we can begin compiling a report on different methods of capture. Okay, good. Is 
perhaps um, w while we check in with our engineers, we can we can compile data. But perhaps the other cornmen of the apocalypse would have a solution. Mm -hmm. Let me consult with um, corn. Okay. He's a little drunk. <laughs> you, you, right as the the report finishes, uh, Colonel, you stand up and you make your way towards Corm, who is absolutely blasted with alcohol. <laughs> Corm, hey. get up. <laughs> you have work. Come on. Cornelius. <laughs> yes. Ready. Are you drunk again? Drink with me. Come in. <laughs> Come in. <laughs> uh, are you drunk again? What did you drink this time? No, I'm sober. It's okay. What did you drink? Tell me now. <laughs> I don't even know. Really, honestly, I just... Some dude popped on the other side, and I just kept drinking. He didn't finish his drink. I had to finish his drink. I'm going to yell for Cobb. <laughs> Cobb. Yeah. I, walk over. I guess I'm carrying Jim's body. Jimmy. <laughs> uh, Cobb comes out. Cornelius, can you make an insight check for me, please? Insight check. I think mm -hmm. my profession. I think you would see me behind the bar. Uh, okay, I rolled a 16. A 16. You watch as Cobb comes around the corner with pretty delicious-looking snacks. It it does look like a fallen comrade, but it is it is the right way to honor the troops in combat Indeed. who've fallen in combat. Made to strengthen us. Mm -hmm. Do you take one of the snacks offered? Is he offering it to me? Oh yeah. Yes, then I do. Of course. <laughs> I go into Quorum too. Eat his food. Um, hey, I was so hungry. Thanks. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Forgot to eat tonight. I've, I haven't eaten anything today. It's just been drinks. You know. Got to make sure you're eating, drinking that much. Uh, nah, nah. Yeah, Colonel, you were about to ask Cobb a question and or ask Corm uh, a I question. I guess I'll consult with, um, say Cobb. Okay, I, I, yeah, I was about to ask uh, Cobb what happened to Corm. Oh, um... I mean, he was just just trying out some drinks. How much to it? I mean, he got into a to a little uh, a little uh, drink off with the uh, nobody. Yeah, uh, he was just drinking. <laughs> You're about to say a name, weren't you? <laughs> no, no, no. Who is it? You did tell me. Hey, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. It's some. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just keep. I'll be honest with you. That was, that was what you ate. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Anyways, I need you to make something to hit to get him sober enough as fast as possible. Oh, you're a good chef. I know that. Oh, all right, all right. Um, so sober him up. Is something wrong? Are we needed? I can. Um, guess I'll start. Can I start forming some type of like. Very something cakey to try and like dilute all the alcohol, just feed it to him. Um, Cobb goes back into the kitchen to begin preparing, uh, sort of detox foods. Meanwhile, I think Escacor, oh, yeah, you wanted oh, to talk. I'm asking if there is something that wrong. It's supposed to be a parting, you're asking for corn. 
I know. But... And is there um, something checkers, We have detected something that's very valuable to us and maybe very useful to us. Oh, what is it? Appar apparently, the heart of the forge is we're nearing its location. Or. Interesting. Or it's approaching us, to be exact. Apparently, something has gone wrong and is now moving at a fast speed. Oh, are you able to intercept it? We will be. Our technicians are calculating that right. as we speak. Well, the, the fort, heart of the forge would be a great ass, asset to the corn god. Indeed. Uh, sounds kind of serious. One, one second, let me, uh, I'll figure this out. You know, um, I'm going to cast Purify oh, Food shoot. on myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> we should go Tensei route. You, you guys watch as you guys watch as this broccoli lifts off the ground for a little bit and sort of gets wrung like a sponge, uh, twisted and squeezed and squished, and all the pangalactic corn blasters liquid just seeps and pours out of this wrung sponge of a broccoli. Um, and then you land back on your feet completely sober, Corm. All right, Dallas, what's going on? I don't remember the last few, I don't know, while. It's been a little bit, but uh, I just know Escacorn, you drink suck ass. I, like, <laughs> oh, that's where he got it. Though. Okay. <laughs> anyway. This is his bar. You shouldn't, be, you shouldn't be drinking from him, man. He, he gets the weirdest shit possible. But, uh, anyway. Yeah. Ooh, Pop, oh, Pop, you got some snacks right there? <laughs> Sweet. Give me some of those. Hmm. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Tastes good. They were. Oh, yeah, I was thinking about that, giving that to Kim. so good. <laughs> Just some snacks. <laughs> um. Yeah, what was. So, something's approaching us? Something important? The heart of the forge, I believe. You know what that is? I can pretend. <laughs> 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 I have no idea what that is, so it makes quite uh, delectable food. Indeed. It's part of the hot food section. It was the main source of that hot food <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So the heart of the forward is the main source of the hot food section. As you all know. As okay. you might know. It is the source of life. But what is it doing all the way out here is question on itself. But we could figure that later once we can. Yeah, yeah, we should go right now. Where is this? Well, it's we've got a fast pace, and we get probably intercepted from three hundred meters. And I came to y'all for some advice, maybe. Well, for any ideas, Cobb, it might be time to pull out the secret. Oh shoot. What? The secret weapon. I need one of your finest dishes. Oh. One of my finest dishes? Yes, sir. What, what exactly you wanting? One. Uh, something that can... F at, actually, I doubt you can make something bigger that can fit in a barrel. But I need your most intric intricate dish with the highest... Uh, quantity of stardust. Oh, oh, something. Well, you want something big? 
and like sophisticated or like I need something super refined. Super refined. Um um what would that be? What would that be? It's like super refined. Um I guess I could go back in the kitchen. Um let's see. I whip up. Uh-uh. Um something refined. While Cobb is off searching for a new recipe, a new system, um, the purple, the purple liquids that sits next to Corm begins to just sort of vibrate a little bit. Nobody else notices this except Corm. Corm, your your head is starting to fill with this like purple haze and you you start seeing things in in the purple madness in the warp itself <clears throat> yeah maybe those drinks are a little stronger than i thought because uh the floor is shaking it's vibrating a little bit get like a dude looking like Looking like Escacorn's eyes. Everything's getting a little purple. Oof. Jeez. You guys seeing this? I'm seeing what? I'm currently behind the counter purple. getting an entire barrel. <laughs> an entire barrel of the drink. Yeah. <laughs> I covered her, like, inspect um, Corm's eyes. See if there's anything wrong with him. You walk over, go ahead and make a medicine check for me, Colonel. Can I help him or no? <clears throat> Give him guidance? Like, open my eyes for him? Um, right now, you don't... You, like, try to look around, and you see something emerging out of the purple haze. You see... You don't see any of your comrades. You don't see the cornucopia or the bar that you're in. You do see, however, two large purple eyes, similar to Escacorn's eyes, that slowly turn towards you and fixate on you. Um, and you do hear a, a deep, deep voice within your head, Corm, that, that says, You who wish to defy fate, you are on the right path. Thank you. I, that 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 sounds important. I got like a 16. Fate. I got a 16. Uh, and I grab my grab my head, where? and then like close my eyes, shaking like my temple. Where? Jeez, where is everybody? Why do you, goddamn space eyes, thinking? God, what do you mean to five feet? I'm saying this all out loud, so I'm assuming uh, Colonel can hear me. Five feet. I ain't even trying to define fate, but I guess, I guess, uh, right path. I don't know, means I'm not on the wrong path. That's good. <laughs> Colonel, you watch as your priest is beginning to undergo um, sort of like a psychic psychic seizure almost on the floor. Um, and as, as the, like, the want to take notes occurs, you watch as Corm begins scratching with the war hammer, just glyphs and runes on the floor. <clears throat> oh shoot! 
I'm gonna pull up my long sword and point. I'm not even in there, so I'm just <laughs> you go crazy. You said I've scratched my warhammer. Oh, sorry, I cut out a little bit. You, you have taken your warhammer, and with the need to take notes, you have begun scratching glyphs and runes into the floor of this bar. Would I understand these runes at all, or? Um, you probably wouldn't. Actually, go ahead and make a religious check for me, please. I think, do I understand these runes, or am I just writing in some random language? Uh, go ahead and make a wisdom. Uh, which wisdom should we do? Let's do survival. Yeah, I got survival. I got a sixteen, Liam. Yep. Sixteen. You look at the runes, and it does seem to be something that it would be. Uh, it's like a list of notes on how, to, like a formula, basically, on how to pull things from nearby space towards out of Escacorn's eyes. Fuck. I have fifteen, by the way. Corm, as you like, try to feel what glyphs and symbols you're writing your vision does flash and you see yourself always wanting to be corn but you see this time you could alter that fate and you could genuinely become corn you your vision flashes once again and you see that there is almost a glimmering purple path for you into the future you see yourself going with the ship and trying to intercept this heart of this forge glowing white hot beacon of flame flying through space and you see yourself pulling opening portals and pulling it towards the ship with the runes that you have now written down um can i like physically follow this purple path like start making my way toward it or is this all just in my mind uh, yeah colonel you watch as Corm stands up and begins walking directly towards the science hall of the cornucopia. Corm, what are you doing? I follow him. Do I hear him at all? You hear, you do hear Colonel talking. Ancient fate, I guess. What? Uh, God, my head hurts. I'm going to get in front of him, basically, uh, like, start cracking, like, uh, like, away from him. But, like, still following him. <laughs> I'm going to try to reach out to these visions that I'm seeing, try to grab, pull them toward me. You you watch as energy begins leaking out of Escacorn's eyes. Escacorn, do you want to follow this procession? Escacorn, you feel something. Something deep within you, almost being drawn out, a deeply familiar feeling. A feeling that the heart of the forge is getting closer and getting more nearby. Excellent. It's almost time to feel. (laughs) You guys, as a party, make your way down to the science center where Maisie gets up and goes, Holy crap! What? 
what is going on here? Oh, before we get there, you think in that time I could have finished cooking what I was making? Yeah, Probably. Yeah. Probably fast enough. Um, yeah, I'd say go ahead and roll a d20 for me. Just a, just a plain old d20. So I was, Add a d4. I was thinking, I know what I'd cook. <clears throat> oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It's not great. It's rushed. You don't know how it will function under oh, under pressure. Shit. I was. I think I, I made a. Uh, what I made here was uh, I reduced some of the the alcohol that Ascacorn has. You know, cook it down, make it into a glaze, and then I basically I took I took ten of like the good berries type things. And I really condensed it. I imagined myself sifting it, refining out all mm-hmm. the magic, taking out all the impurities, and making it something a really refined cream puff. Finish with a light glaze. That's what I have for, for Escacorn. Alright. It's not quite a barrel's worth, but it is something. The the cream puff finishes and are you guys ready to go down to where this sort of hazed um, yes. form yeah. is following headed. him. Well, falling in front of him, just like falling back in the way. Yeah. <clears throat> Colonel, you are like on ready for any threats or anything, but it doesn't seem to be threatening so far. Um, and as you're walking down the hallway, the same um, <clears throat> reporter comes up um, and goes, Colonel. We've reached our approach vector. Some reason the heart of the forge has shifted trajectory once again and is headed towards us. us. <clears throat> yes, towards the cornucopia, sir. It's any way to capture it, or is it going to impact us hard? For it seems to be putting uh, large amounts of energy to try to escape our our vectors, but for some reason we we are drawing it in, in. and it's trying to escape. Does it have a mind its own? Um, and as you like, look over to Corm. Corm is still sketching these symbols uh, with the warhammer on every surface. Oh. <clears throat> He's probably what's drawing it in. Hmm. That's true. That might be true. I'm gonna tell the little uh, reporter to like. Get like scientists out here to like basically record his runes as fast as possible and decipher them. Yes, sir. Um, and you guys get to the engineering bay where Maisie looks up and is like, "What the heck is going on? What you bring weird magic, and then you come back six hours later, and now you're summoning what? What are you? What are you summoning? Oh, no. what, what's going on? Well, I'm acting up. Corm, are you okay? Can you hear me? Just kind of like mumbling to me. Are you trying to get away from me, huh? Yeah, get over here. You, you think you can get I'm going to be cool. I'm be cool. He's talking He's nonsense. He's just like reaching uh, out aggressively toward I'm gonna, like, I'm in gonna front of me. I'm going to splash a bit of um, holy corn water at him. Or, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you pull out your flask of holy corn water. Oh and um, splash it on on Corm, and it, it seems to power this situation even further. You watch as the bl- purple smoke begins leaking from Corm itself. Uh, it is a divine 
energy oh. filling this space. Okay. <clears throat> Am I in pain right now? That's all this. Okay. No. You're 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 just like it's like you're trying to reach into like water. You're trying to fish for this random pulling string of fate that is now attached to you. And the deep purple eyes feel continue the to energy? watch what you're doing. <laughs> you guys now do feel waves of divine energy, and you feel space beginning to warp, similar to how the fungal beast was warping space. Um, and Maisie says, "Holy crap! Did, did Colonel, did you give Corm an order to like get something or grab something or do no, something?" I. Uh, Eskercorn, do you want to interject? <laughs> well, we were talking about getting the heart of the floor. Yeah. But not like this. I mean, it's a this bit works, of I'd say. But. Nah, if it comes, it comes. We no longer have to we go 200 meters. If this wasn't working, I would have you hang instead. No, 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 no. We'll carry the burdens that other coins won't have to. That is our job. Quorum is fulfilling his duty. See? True. But if he harms one corn, I swear he's I... He's radiating with... Stands. You understand I understand me? you, but he's radiating with divine energy. Can I, can I, like, take some of that energy and form it into food? Somehow, like, pick it off and start forming it into more cream yeah. puffs? You reach out and you begin forming, and it's sort of this like cotton candy feeling, um, purple oh, divine shoot. energy flowing off of corn. I just want to make some of those. Yeah, I'll start. Corm, go ahead and roll me a wisdom check. Just a Thanks. pure d twenty plus wisdom modifier. You said me roll that. Yes, please. Sorry, some of the names sound similar. Ooh, that's a 19 plus wisdom, which would be... It's 19 plus 4, so I got a 23. 23. Because uh, we're not in combat. All right. If we hit things. Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, where is it? Uh, can we load up some Carl, Carl Casey music for me? I completely forgot. Yes. <laughs> That's okay. Carl Casey. We're here now. Oh boy. I'm horrible at social social encounters. Still need to get better at it. <clears throat> You guys watch as the divine energy reaches this crackling point, and it sort of feedback loops off of the eyes of Eskcorn, the purple eyes. And Maisie says, I feel like we should be looking outside, come on! Uh, and pushes a button, and you watch as like several shields lower down, and you see out into deep space, where this purple energy is also crackling around the ship. <clears throat> I'm assuming I don't see it because I'm seeing it in a different way. Yeah, you, you do see it in a different way. Emerging out of the fog, Corm, you do see a figure extending a hand towards you and say, Seize your fate. Take it. Twist the strands. 
I don't even know what that means. <laughs> twist fate. Uh, twist and fate, that sounds heretical. Gah. My man of the corn. You're the, the, like, purple smoky hand reaches out like it's wanting you to shake. Uh, well, being a priest, I'm not going to shake it. <laughs> I'm going to grab that warhammer <laughs> and slam it down. I'm going to... You didn't like that answer, did you? <laughs> it it works. It, it works completely. So you, Corm, you lift up your warhammer and you watch as the the other people see. I was just mainly focusing on the music. Um, the the warhammer comes up and with a crack, it rips a purple rift through space. And coming through space, you see this white hot, glowing forge appear out and it's now struggling pushing it's burning its white hot flame trying to escape whatever gravitational pull has pulled it towards you guys whatever warp has consumed it and you watch as it's now within a hundred feet of your ship burning this white hot glowing and even from here you feel radiating waves of heat What do you guys right. want to do? Uh, called. Oh May yeah. I have I hand him over. Your offer, right? Divine pastries. All right. I got the cream puff. All right. I eat this pastry and then I crack open the um the bear or the cask I've been holding, and I down the entire thing of pure pangalactic gargle blaster. And none of this like watered down garbage I was giving it. At the bar, it's just pure, pure unadulterated stardust. <laughs> oh. Um, you guys watch as, like, the sheens of magical energy begin enveloping Eskacorn. Um, and I start popping, like, just a popping sound starts happening. You watch as little rips begin to tear. Uh, Corm, your vision has now faded, and now you are back with the rest of the party. All right. Yeah. Damn. I need a drink. Holy shit. Ugh. <laughs> Y'all see that shit? Holy shit, it is here. God. What is here? Oh, look at the forge. What the? The heart of the forge has now appeared outside the cornucopia, and now is your chance to seize whatever energy you can possibly grab from it before it tries to escape. I'm gonna yell at orders that all all hands on deck and try to capture the forge. The cornucopia swings into action and you hear troops going, to all stations, to all stations, go, go, go. And a a little siren begins. Oh, I enter rage and then I explode. (laughs) I am now popcorn. Pop, scourge, scourge of the forge. <laughs> the waves of heat wash across the ship, and it seems to be melting layers of waxy corn oil off of Escacorn. And without warning, suddenly there's a, a split and a cracking, a popping sound. And Escacorn, you explode outward in anger into your more durable form. I am now wielding oh, my axe. Which is now appropriately sized for me, as oh, I am dang. much bigger. <laughs> oh, wait! Can I? Can I? Upon upon seeing um, 
uh, Essekorn getting bigger. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast enlarge on him, so he's gotta get even bigger. Oh wait, what? <laughs> and actually, you know, and I'm I'm gonna use a uh, I'll I'll uh, what is it? Is it called quicken? Quicken twinned twinned. So so Essekorn and Colonel are just gonna mm -hmm. grow bigger. Just I also need to grow. Oh. Just start expanding. Okay. So I don't know how big. D, you pull out this enlarge spell, and then you quickly do a quick wor a chef work on it, and it splits into two spells that you cast onto both Eskicorn and the Colonel, and you watch as both of them begin to expand, larger and larger. The popped corn and or pop scourge of the forge and Colonel begin to expand. The, soon the laboratory space won't be big enough to hold both of you. And oh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm going out. Take that shit. Cobb, should I go? Should I go? Should I go? Both bigger. Do as you please. Okay. Well, if this is going to be a serious moment, I might as well grow even it. larger. I'm currently huge. Do you want to join me in the territory? I turned from corn into popcorn. I more than like doubled my mass. <laughs> no, mass is yeah. the same size. Oh, that's true, sorry, size, 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 size. Mass is the same, yeah. yeah. I more than so doubled my volume, from... I should say. Yeah. So I'll, I also be huge as well. As I. So. Would... Yeah, yeah, basically, you would um, divine flare, not grow even larger. You like focus in on your swords and you suddenly grow even larger your prayers streaming with divine energy <clears throat> these two huge creatures step out of the cornucopia the tail end of the cornucopia and go to seize whatever magic they can from the heart of the forge now that there's no purple energy flowing off of it you see the heart of the forge is managing to gain some distance away from the ship. Meanwhile, Corm, what do you want to do? Um, I'm going to look for those purple hands. Like, they were trying to get me to twist fate. That sounds pretty, uh, sounds like something a heretic would do. And as a man of the corn god, corn emperor, I'm not vibing with that. So I'm looking for any remnants of something trying to reach out and grab me. That's my... My thoughts. So I'm going to step out of the cornucopia as well. Try to look toward the forge. The four... Uh, Cobb, you watch as the three other members of the cornmen of the apocalypse step out to try to capture the heart of the forge. Do you want to join them? Oh yeah, can I turn into a shell and then become one of their shields while they're all large? <clears throat> You shrink back into your corn husk, and do you call out to Colonel to take up the shield? Yeah. Colonel, pick me up! I fucking reach down and grab him. Yeah, how fast is Colonel? So the thing has got to be going fast. Um, how, yeah, how far away is it from us? Uh, it's 100 feet, so you guys... Yeah. Oh, shoot. Um, how much movement... Does our movement speed increase with size or no? Yes, I would say it increases by... Um, I'd say let's just double movement speed in this particular scenario every time you get larger. 
Um, okay. In this uh, scenario, I might change that in other scenarios. Cool. So, on my rage, I already moved up sixty. Then. Okay. You move forward, and your space already takes up uh, a pretty large chunk of the space between you and the heart of the forge. And you see this tiny little entity sort of flapping next to the heart of the forge, going, Let's get out of here! Let's get out of here! It is a nut creature who has partially merged with the heart of the forge. You look like oh, a snack. By the color of his name. <laughs> well, that is my rage movement. That's not my actual movement. I don't know if we're... Okay. Should we enter initiative? Yeah, let's go ahead and roll initiative for me, please. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, is it just a normal initiative? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Okay. I'll put that in the chat. Yeah. Initiative, initiative. So that's going to be... Okay. Oh, that's not amazing. Okay. 13, 10. Watch, I moved 80, not 60. Yeah. D20. Oh. <clears throat> oh, dang. You watch as this tiny nut figure who's partially merged with the heart of the forge. It seems like the heart of the forge, you know how nuts have two sort of spherical halves that are stuck together and that that forms a nut. It seems like the heart of the forge has taken up residence in one of the spheres of this nut person. And and the other side of the nut person is what looks like uh, a a pipe cleaner mustache and little singed pipe cleaner arms. That goes, oh, I shouldn't be here, should I? And uh, you watch as Alfonso Nut does start like swimming through space aided by the heart of the forge so um it does get 150 feet away from the cornucopia um with escacorn being 80 feet closer right yep all right that was its turn let's go ahead and go to colonel what do you want to do how far is the current little uh or thing, I mean, nothing. I'd say uh, you are probably about 30 feet out of the ship, so it's about 120 feet away. We need to try I'm and get there as soon as possible. Speed and fucking book it. Wait, how, um, how much movement speed do I get? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have 60 right now, and then your boots of speed, do they, uh, they, what do, they do? My movement speed. Oh, you can get there in your movement as it yep, is. I'm going to do, do that. Heck yeah. Okay. You watch as uh, the colonel clicks the boots, the divine boots, and suddenly you are moving much faster 
you watch as this pure genetically modified humongous no not not humongous a huge corn strides through space and you reach the heart of the forge as you get closer i need you to make constitution saving throws for me please i should do the same since he's carrying me yes actually yeah carrying this shield of a colonel both of you go to make constitution saving throws This game. I, I, this oh, bot, I forgot this bot hates me. <laughs> yeah, okay, you can I'm, use dice. I'm probably. Bro. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> okay, um, 19. That's a little better. 19. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to write down initiative so I don't forget. Esca. And then Cobb. And then last is Corm. Corm, why do you always roll terribly on initiative? I'm sorry, good bro. initiative roll. <laughs> I mean, uh, we did drop decks, so it, it is sort of understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I assume okay. I are we are we within um ten feet of the uh, corn thing? Uh, the heart you of the are? forge. Yeah, You're like on top of it. Yeah. Oh. My, my spores would probably start latching onto it and do a little bit of damage. Yeah. Um, um, let me do that real quick. It's just necrotic. Both of you do take 11 points of fire damage as you just standing nearby. Ooh. <clears throat> Ouch. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, I tried to uh, set. For some reason, the one I found didn't work. I did. Yeah. Let's see. Um, <clears throat> is that it for? That's for your movement, Colonel. You stride through space carrying Cobb as your shield. What uh, else do you want to do for your turn? Well, we don't want to kill it. We want to grab it. So I guess I'm going to try to capture it. Um, you feel like you would probably hurt yourself a lot if you do grab onto the heart of the forge. Um, but, like, you do need some way, because Escacorn is the, the key variable in the, all of this. He does need to consume enough energy mm-hmm. to open up the warp. I have the grappler feet. Oh, shit. Oh. How do you want to do this? Though? How do you want to do this? Though? <laughs> we need that. <laughs> you guys can um, talk yeah, to uh, each other, yeah, in character and like figure out stuff. So, I'm a tanky boy. You already know I, what I'm I going could, to do. I could grapple and start consuming, but you need to get closer. Yeah, he just needs to. Yeah, he needs to get there, and and the heart of the forge is picking up speed. Yes. Well, I can get there in my movement speed on my turn. And. You know, I'm going to be slowing them down big time. You know, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, you can try, like, chipping off part of his, like, part of the forge, maybe. I don't know. Like, smack him or... Yeah, I could smack him, yeah. I may as well, I mean. Spells, I could be... No, that's not... 
Oh. Hold person. <laughs> I do, oh, I do actually have hold person. I do have hold person. Yes, it's one of the I owed cells. So I'm going to cast hold Ooh. person then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alfonso Nut is not the strongest willed person. So that's sort of sad. Oh man. <laughs> what do you say? In the name of the halt in the name of the corn god. Alfonso Nut goes, Oh no, it's the zealot corn people. Oh no, that's bad. And just sort of freezes in place. <clears throat> that is it, yes. Is that it for your turn? You're up. Alright, let's let's go to Escacorn. What do you want to do? Uh, I move up to it. As you move up to it, you do make a constitution saving throw. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do I have an advantage on that, sorry? Uh, for... Let me see. I'm not quite sure. That's okay, that's Dex. I don't. Okay. It's weird for me not to have adventures on Colin saves. Oh. Because I'm so used to Warcaster. Alright, that's a 15 pass. 15? I, I think so. So you take 10, half down to 5, I believe. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? Um. Well, he's paralyzed. Paralyzed, right? Yes, paralyzed. Whole person yes. Counts as. Yeah. Is paralyzed. Um. Condition paralyzed. Got it. Um, I'm going to hook my axe around him and kind of like put my foot up against it so that way he's grappled with my axe to an extent. So, like, I'm hooking him with it and then putting my foot up to pin him. Okay, uh. I don't think I technically have to roll for that. Uh, are you doing it to hit, or are you doing it as a strength check? Let's do a strength check. Okay, he automatically fails. Yeah, because it's paralyzed. Yeah. So you reach forward to this white, hot, glowing creature slash heart of the forge, and you reach forward, hooking your axe around this thing, and it begins to heat up the axe. Um, your axe will probably melt in this in this situation because the heart of the forge is pretty pretty intense. <clears throat> do you want to do anything? Do you want to ask for any help? Do you want to? What do you want to do? You will heat. It will melt even though it's a flame tongue. 
It is, yeah. This yeah. this was the heart of the forge was able it's, to pierce through heat immunity. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, with that, uh, I'm gonna take a bite out of the Alfonso nut on the like forge side. You're gonna try to bite the heart of the forge. It. Isn't he fused with it, technically, right? He is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, You can begin trying to so consume like, some of the... Some some of the nut, not the forge. Okay, okay. You guys Unless I want to try consuming part of the forge, I don't think I will go over with. <laughs> uh, you can certainly try. Uh, I'll take a bite of the nut first. Okay. Uh, go ahead, make an attack roll for me, please. Uh, what is my two hit? Okay. Uh, 1A4, but it auto crits because paralyzed. Yep. Um, so you guys watch as Escacorn leans forward and in the intense heat begins to try to chew through the chew through the the nut who's fused with the heart of the forge. Um, I think you're going to take fire damage. Yeah. So, as you get closer and closer, the amount of heat does increase. How much health are you at? Uh, 96. Uh oh. Okay. So, you do take, um, half down to 31. Yeah. <clears throat> and you reach down and you take a chunk of it and it rips off a chunk of the nut who has fused with the heart of the forge and you guys watch as a little tiny piece of this flaming hot heart of the forge breaks off and it's like this tiny shard of starlight burning brightly it could be potentially processed and made into a consumable item Ooh. perhaps Cobb oh, anything else yeah. you would like to do Escacorn um, well, that is technically both my actions and movement. Uh, bonex action, uh, I guess I can light my axe on fire. More heat. More heat, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's really my only bonus action I have, so I'll do that. The axe bursts into flames, and it seems to... The heart of the forge seems to react to it a little bit. <clears throat> that's all I can really do. Okay. Let's go on to Cobb. Yeah. What do you want to do? I'm oh, snap. feet away, right? <laughs> You're far. <laughs> I had, I moved thirty feet <laughs> toward the, like Jesus. God, you guys are so fast. Holy smokes. Um, then I'm just gonna hang with that. I don't have a. I can slow. I'd, I'd put me in with 120 feet. I could slow the thing, but it's already like movement speed is currently zero. Yeah, so I was gonna say there's no. 
It lowers AC, As, but um, actually, let's see. You like, you wish you were slightly closer, and you see twisting out of the air behind you, warping through space, the two purple eyes. You hear, fate could give you a push. Um, I'm really not liking this this fate thing right now. I feel like it's 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 trying to make me go against my corn god. I had issues with that. Um, so you said it's just eyes, right? Eyes. And it's eyes, and then sometimes smoke forms into hands or other parts. Is it within thirty feet of me? Yes. It's gonna go blind. Okay. <laughs> I'm casting blindness on the eyes. Just you, God. What is your saving throw, Aiden? What? What is your saving throw? My my saving DC, yeah. Spell DC. Yeah. Oh, uh, spell my DC. Spell DC. Um, fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Hey. So it like reaches forward, and you say, "What did you say?" It's like you, goddamn heathen. I don't need a push from you, purple bitch. <laughs> but you could become so much more. I'm already. I'm corn, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> what if. What if you were actually corn and you see bits of yourself beginning to shift from your broccoli state to a more genetically modified corn state? You could have so much. What do you mean if I was actually corn? I am. <laughs> Some people have a hard time believing it, but by God. I looked down at my hands. But by God, do now. I believe it. Corn's given me everything I've ever needed in life. And I ain't gonna give up. Your hands revert back to your natural state. And it... There's just... <clears throat> You will become an avatar of fate. You will succumb someday. That's some corny shit right there. <laughs> um, um, the mist does fade a little bit, and it does seem to not be bothering you as much. Is it blinded? No. It is not blinded, but you still feel like there are eyes just on you ever so often. Okay. Can't tell from where. <clears throat> Is that it for your turn? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't really go much further. Dispel. I mean, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> and then I skipped Cobb by accident. So, Cobb, you see this bit of the heart of the forge rip off of. Alfonso Nut, and you see there is some sort of attraction between this flaming great axe and this bit of unprocessed food. And oh. you feel like you could do something with it. Oh, shoot. Some food stuff. Stop. We need more of that. We need more of that stuff. So I want to make sure this guy doesn't get away from us. Um, let's see. It is a little bit hot in this area, so I might... I assume I'm like sweating. Uh, actually, I'm even hurting in my shell. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my last meta magic. Oh, bedwink! Now oh, it's gone. I right, it's got a quicken ice storm. 
So I'm just gonna summon an ice storm right over the um, right over the uh, the furnace. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's just gotta be a 20 foot radius around it, um, and it has to do a dex saving throw. Okay. It can't pass. It automatically oh, fails all paralyzes. dexterity saving throws. Yeah. Oh, is Atticus in that too? <laughs> is, is a Oh, yeah. yeah. If I'm in there, I, I also need yeah. to make it. Oh, yeah. Yep. DC, or is it my spell DC? Yep. Yep. 19. So that's ice damage. All right. I need to roll a nat one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even, even so, you're, it's not going to yeah, do too fine. much because you're raging. Um, yeah. So, so you take four points of cold damage. Yep. And then after that happens, I'm going to hold on to my staff and I'm going to use my main action to activate it. And it's going to cast Wall of Thorns, another radius around it. Um, let's see. And it's just. Actually, can I just grow like a really thick cornfields? Like tangling him? Oh, yeah. Magical, of course. Oh, yeah. Um. That's another dexterity saving throw, but he automatically fails. Bro. Um, so he takes. I, I also need to do another yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, yo, I did it! <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> so he takes 26, and now his movement. So. It's that one. So for. If he wants to move six feet. No, if he. For every one foot that he moves, he has to spend six six feet of his movement. <laughs> okay. Um. Now it's my turn in my shell. Okay, okay. So you watch as this little tiny kernel peeks out from underneath the shell and casts a uh, casts an ice field, and you watch as little flakes of ice fall and cool both the main core body. The main core body doesn't actually get affected too much. It burns away most of the ice, but it does cool down the chunk that was ripped off to a more palatable, consumable chunk. <clears throat> and then, of course, a row of cornfields appears and begins surrounding the creature. Uh, the nut is just going... <coughs> Paralyzed. Cannot oh. move, cannot talk. Wait, is turn ends in there? Um I think it will roll for its turn, but okay, yeah, okay. I'll roll for it. D twenty. Tarsus's business plan is working. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> fails, I assume. Technically the business plan is uh slightly cheating because that was two spells in a turn, but I, I haven't noticed it, technically. Uh, no, it was my staff, so it's an action. I don't actually <gasps> cast it. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah, or playing is, the DM. Or is Metamagic a, a spell? No. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, if so, then yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <gasps> Doink! And then it takes 30 damage, because it ends its turn in there. As the, um, the nut is trying to, like trying to push its pipe cleaner arms to swim through the air it shreds through the cornfield and you watch more and more of this nut is pulled apart um 
I think the heart of the forge is going to react to this. Uh-oh. You watch as the heart of the forge glows brighter and brighter, and it begins burning away your spike wall. Um, <clears throat> also, everyone nearby needs to make a constitution saving throw. Uh-oh. It's getting hotter here? It's getting Good much hotter. I'm not near. Oh, no. <laughs> I was about to turn around and say, get over here. <laughs> oh, 25. Let's go. Constitution. Oh, that's hurting. Ooh, that does it's not 16 pass. pass. Uh, uh, 16 Ooh. does pass. Yeah. Are you guys okay over there? Yeah, it's a little hot, so, but we're fine. Colonel, you take 22 points of fire damage. Escacorn, you take 11 points of fire damage. And Cobb, you are sitting in your shell and sort of PTSD memories flash through you. You remember war striking in when back when you were a part of the corn god's body. And you remember being subjected to intense amounts of heat. You do take 44 points oh, of fire damage. Oh. Go ahead and make a concentration check for me, please. Ouch. Hmm. Hey, what? Go concentration and make a check. concentration check. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Ice Storm, right? Yep, Ice Storm. Uh, what is concentration? Is that my spell modifier? That's no. your constitution. constitution. Did you take oh. Warcaster? No. Okay. Goosh. Ice Storm. I got a 16. A 16. Your spell, your ice storm stays up. And as chunks and chunks of this Alfonso nut is ripped apart, you do watch as each chunk seems to have been imbued with the touch of the heart of the forge. Oh, heck yeah. And as they fall into your ice field, they are becoming cooled and almost more palatable. I think that's the end of its turn. You, The Heart of the Forge is going to gather enough heat eventually to where you guys cannot contain it. Um, yeah. You do realize that it will increase by 3d12 every turn. And even if Alfonso Nut is not controlling it, it will increase in heat. So there's, there's not much way to contain it, but there is a way to siphon as much magical energy as you possibly can get in the short time that you can. Got it. Oh, Colonel. What do you want to do? Hmm. So it's paralyzed still. How's everyone doing currently? Yep. I can can cast Lay on Hands on you. (laughs) 50 HP. 40 40 HP. Okay, so do you want to like go back to the ship or do you want me to heal you? Um, I mean, we should try and get yeah. as much as we can from this. So we need to keep smacking like him? smacking him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Worst comes to worst. Um, I'm not close enough to heal, but I mean, if he like goes unconscious, you can throw him back to me, and I can heal him. <laughs> oh, right, true. So I'll just smack him then, I guess. I guess I'll pull my tub. Yeah, That's you. Good. You reach towards uh, with, or my, what are you hitting uh, my with? My giant mole. 
Okay. You smash downwards and you guys hear a cracking sound as the outer shell of the nut does crack. It does crit because you're within five feet and you are in your oh. enlarged state, so you are huge right now. Okay, I need to do damage some, for me, uh, please. Math. Uh, let's see here. So, since I am huge and I'm using a huge maul to be exact, that is about to break. So, uh, let's just use the bot because it's a thousand. I'm pretty sure that's um, yeah, 2d4. So it's 2d4 with magic. Yeah, and that'd be 66. And then we're going to do another d6 because work. But I'm also going to do another d6 of damage because of reprints. And we're going to increase that by 4. It was. I'll didn't be like, I smack and then it hurts. And I a also lot. could cast. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do Divine Smite on it as well. So that's about okay. 48, yeah. right? Uh, depending on level, but yeah, probably. It's first level. It's first level. I sh- no. I, I think it's three. Yeah, for a first level. Yeah, but we're doing... Or, no, no, I think it's 2d8 yeah. unless it's so against it's... fiends. Um, so it's it's just 2d8 and then yeah, it doubles into 4d8 because you crit. crit. Uh, let's see here. That's 1d6 yeah. because... Well, 1d6 because... Oh, yeah, I forgot I do an extra d6. Oh, uh, it's my here it is magic did come large but you have to do an extra d6 of damage one okay and then so does he take fire damage at all or no okay so it's D- no it does not take fire damage uh, 1d6 because that 1d6 from uh two orcs 1d6 because i'm giant technically uh four and then a 4d8 because wait would i double the damage no i wouldn't i would not do that When a paladin crits, <laughs> this is why yeah. paladins and 50, paralyzed 50, are crazy. Yeah, yeah 56. Okay. Uh, the maul slams down, and it it begins just... The heat absorbs through the maul and does burn you a little bit, so you do take 25 points of fire damage. But as it does, it cracks through the outer shell of Anfalonzo Nut, revealing the inner core of the white-hot flames of the Heart of the Forge. This time, the Heart of the Forge, now that it's not encased in a shell exterior, it is getting much, much hotter. <clears throat> the waves of heat will wash across on the start right, of each right, of your turns. One more time. Yeah, might as well. Might as well, we're right here. Right in the crack. Right in the crack. <laughs> So is this also another crit, I guess? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I, I craft this lovingly character. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> in the first campaign, and he helps the party and is like humorous, and like whatever. And then in, in the chaos court, he appears for half a second and just gets the <laughs> shit beat out of him. Food, yeah, food, food, yeah. <laughs> so it's 66 because of that, a 1d6 because I'm huge, 1d6 because I'm an orc, but I don't get the other feature because I lose it. 4 and a 48. Yeah. So, no, I guess it was Dark Nella, right? Who wanted to beat the shit out of um, Alfonso Nut? So, uh, um, no, okay, well, so okay. I'm <laughs> an additional 53 <laughs> points of damage. Maybe I should reduce my spell slots. (coughs) 
Gordon doing yeah. paladin thing. Okay. The shell cracks even oh. more, and you watch as the damage is whelming up, and it is becoming almost unbearable. Uh, Gordon, you do take another 16 points of fire damage as you strike it again. Like, I am technically fine, theoretically. So, I don't know about y'all. That's what I. That's what I'm at right now. I'm like, I have 50 You're HP. Fine. I'm bloody. 50. I'm, I'm fine. Wait, did we just take I, 50 I, damage? I'm down to 30 hit points. Bro. <laughs> oh, I could. Well, heal I've, I've taken 102 damage. Do you want to stay here where it will continue to burn, or do, would you like to do movement or um, bonus action? And what did you say while you smite, by the way? Why? This is cool, but... Lord, oh I strike you down, you heathen! <laughs> These two strikes slam home and reveal the heart of the forge, the true heart of the forge. This white, hot thing that burns so brightly that you can see it's affecting the cornucopia a hundred feet away. Um, Corm, just just because you're, you've are you been missing out a whole bunch of fire damage, I'm going to have you take one point of fire damage. Oh. Falls over. Dies. <laughs> I need healing. I need you so good. Is, is Alfonso not look scared? Alfonso is terrified. <laughs> would look terrified, except for the fact that he can't really move his facial muscles, and um, mm -hmm. is paralyzed. Yep. Sorry, I get... But you can hear terrified screaming. Oh, I could end his suffering. I could, really kill him. I, I could change it. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't kill him. I give him salvation. more. We're dealing with the cause. <laughs> One of the foundations of the universe. Okay, okay, okay. Add Orgasius form. If he's willing, I can turn him into gas. Because that changes everything he's wearing into gas, too. Or I polymorph him. Well, if, if you polymorph him, um, then the heart of the forge goes into a nebulous state of existing and non-existing at the same time. Okay, quantum mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> it... Actually, I don't think the heart of the forge would polymorph yeah, with them. It wouldn't. It would? Would, oh, it, this, it would? would it separate Alfonso Nut from the heart of the forge? No, I, I think it would still remain attached. Um, uh, okay. Still absorbed partially into whatever it polymorphed into. Oh, but what about if I turned him into gaseous form? It says everything al along with everything it's wearing and carrying. Would that count as the forge? Technically, the forge is part of him right now. So I think the forge would not turn into gas, but mm. the, there would be a little like gas cloud around it. Okay, but that's only if he's willing yeah, to turn into. He, he just sees. I was gonna offer him salvation. Him. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna be too happy. Yeah, he's. You know, he was just like flying through the universe, and then this portal opened up, and he was ripped from his like traveling velocity to the, the cornucopia by Corm. And then, and then he's just frozen in place, and then beat the shit out of while surrounded by frost storm and wall of thorns. 
This poor guy. <laughs> I caused him all these issues. He's a, he's a, an he never, he's a heretic. He, and he doesn't even know who I am. Um, I think that's it for Colonel. Do you want to move anywhere? Do you, you are carrying? Yeah, someone. I kind of. I can move you around, um, Cobb, if you want me to. Um. I don't know. Probably right, because yeah. you're gonna. It's gonna proc damage yeah. again on the start of my turn. Oh yeah. You'd probably want to like, maybe just like throw can, me away. I can take like one, <laughs> or you might also want to yeah, move. I'm like thirty H point hit points, but I can. Yeah, but oh, I you can should move. tank it and then like get back up. But I have like one HP left. Um. Yeah, that's it tough. Is, yeah. You have less health than me, so it's up to you. you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up to, to move or not to move? Well, there's that no rule in the mind. Not, not. <laughs> mm. I could throw you, Cyrus, if you want me to. I'm, I'm willing to stand. Um, yeah, I, I mean, back down. I'm not backing down. Me neither. No. I won't either. As a leader of the corn people, I cannot. <laughs> I must set an example. Awesome. It's down immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you guys are both staying there. I guess that leaves it up to Escacorn. What do you want to do? I am going to. Uh, well, I'll stop grappling him because. Grappling is futile at this point. Uh, okay. And I'm going to axe. Right. I'm going to position hooks. myself. Mm -hmm. So uh, where um, the cone, uh, uh, the Cornelius Cornwall, uh, cracked him open. You know, I'm going to I'm going to treat Alfonso like you know a piece of wood that needs to be chopped. I'm going to smack okay. him twice. Uh, Poor guy. No, Alfonso. No, <laughs> we're just murdering. No. Murder I feel bad for this guy. Podcast <laughs> lore. Uh -huh. Yes, I am. Oh, uh, that's a sixteen no. and a twenty-three hit. Yes, both yeah, crit. Both crit. Yeah. Uh -huh. Alfonso. You take 60 points of damage. Okay. Um, you chop off greater and greater chunks of Alfonso, and it reveals brighter and brighter heat sources. Um, I will say that with all of everything revealed, I think I will roll um, more damage now. Boink. So what is that? 35 halved down into 
15, 17. So on the first strike, you do take 17 points of fire damage. That was already halved. Lesser um, Stark, I'm not looking too good. <laughs> did you have a second strike? I did too, yeah. Okay, okay. So on the second strike, you do take 20. <clears throat> now I really you don't guys, look uh, good. Uh, you guys watch as the axe chops downward and as it passes into the heart of the forge it begins to collapse and melt in on itself glowing a similar white hot element um cob you turn and look and right now your your friend is in his popped state currently almost being burned away being like burned popcorn you see the edges charring to black i am gonna move (laughs) <laughs> I am exceedingly hurt. Um, Roll me uh, a wisdom saving throw for me. Uh, no. Thirteen. Thirteen. The call to consume. To consume whatever part of the heart of the forge burns into your mind you do feel like you do need to consume more of the heart of the forge the forge itself or like the chunks that are the chunks that are in the air i was like white hot (laughs) well there's some that's some that's been like uh cooled down right there has yes yeah all right I'll, i'll scoop some of those up and eat them and Perfectly seasoned almost by this ice, the heart of the chunks of Alfonso nut imbued with the heart of the forge are consumed by Escacorn. And you see that fiery veins burn through Escacorn's popped form state. And you are gathering some magical energy. You'll need to find a place to store it eventually, but you are gathering energy from the heart of the forge. Um, now I'm gonna move on a bit. <laughs> I'm at 13, so I can take another 26 points, which is well below average. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna move a comfortable 160 feet away, back to Corm. Um, so that's what the wisdom saving throw was. Oh, you feel the need oh. to sit there and consume, consume every possible bit that you possibly uh, can. Uh, okay, okay. <clears throat> yes. Like so your, your logical brain goes, okay, it's time to get away. We've we've gotten some, some of the trunks. We're good. Get in, get out. But then your hunger, the uh, hunger deep within your soul wants to eat more. Um, okay. Corm, you do see something going wrong with your friend over there, yeah. but I think <laughs> it will be Cobb first, turn. if that's the yeah. end of Escanor, oh. Escacorn. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I unfortunately don't have good bonus action economy. Um, okay. So that's all I can do. <laughs> so how... Unless I can eat more with my bonus action. You can, you can Alright, I'll do that. More. So, you watch as you're grabbing chunks of the ripped apart Alfonso nut, and you consume them, feeling that empty void in both your eyes and your soul that needs this part of the forge imbued items 
<clears throat> How far away is he from me? He is currently... Uh, I was 120 feet away. Yeah, I'd say he's he's huge. So technically he's... 80? No, that's not right. Large. I'm the size of a dragon, essentially. An adult dragon. Or a giant, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's around 90 feet away from you. Mm. Okay, interesting. Yep. Um. <clears throat> okay, okay. So... Cobb. So, Escacorn is just... He's getting cooked. He's yeah. getting cooked, and he's reaching back in for more. Oh, shoot. This is really conflicting. <laughs> you know, I could either I could either help him health wise or really help him cook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let him cook. I mean, I don't know what's going through Eskicorn mind, but Unsoon. <laughs> I mean that's what's going through his mind. Ah, oh, consume. consume. Um You do know that um, from your experiments with Jim, you do know that once people do fall unconscious, you can animate them into eating more. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, let's see. What kind of energy is radiating off of Alfonso Nut? Is it just pure heat? Um, it's pure heat. It is the heart of the forge, the source of all heat in the food universe. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. I could probably heal him. Um, that would be much appreciated. <laughs> you could eat longer. Um, your spores fill the environment, sort of twisting around these waves of heat. <gasps> Oh, my spores. Shit, I could do two things. Okay, okay. You know what? Um, how much is this? Oh, so I can drop that. Um, sure. Um, so I think what Cobb will do is... Jesus, is that even enough? I don't think that is... I think 2d6 healing you that much will just get you killed either way. Because you just took a bunch of damage. Death is not the end for you. You're so right. Instead, as as um, as Escacorn is cooking, can I season him? <laughs> can I you certainly can. Uh, I think I'll, I think I'll try and do that. I'll, I'll season him, throw some more butter on him. I'll, I'll launch off of, off of Colonel. I'm a chef. I got to. I think this is what Escicorn needs. Um, maybe I'll just, yeah, I'll just butter him up, season him, um. I think I'll turn him. Why not? Actually, I'll cast. I'll drop my my sleet, my ice, and cast aura vitality. Mm -hmm. 
and I'll just like go on to uh, Escicorn's back, and then I'll use. Okay, so the ice storm is gonna go away, and then boom, I'm gonna use my bonus action to heal him up just a little. Okay, go ahead and roll healing as an aura. You watch as this kernel that's in its shell right now launches across space to this cooking individual the spores falling like seasoning across this burnt piece of popcorn and you do watch as you start lathering up this popcorn with butter and general healing um Escacorn, you do heal eight points thank you thank you And then I think that'll be the end of my turn. Maybe as okay. an action, I'll get one of my, my pans out. Because I don't think many chefs have the honor of cooking at the heart of the Forge of the Flame. I do not. I'm in my turn. I'm prepared for this. Do you want to... The the great axe that is uh, Escacorn's prized possession is currently melting and maybe could be cooked into a reforged item oh Ooh. oh shoot yeah i can i can try and cook that down i can get in my pan cook it down saute it sauteed axe of the sun yeah um, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to call this. <laughs> you reach down and your pan, it's it also will begin to melt as well, but you twist it and you form the axe back into something, into back into an axe again. Um, it's got to be a frying pan now. A big frying pan. Just a frying pan on a pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's still gonna be like the, the long axe, but it's gonna have a frying pan. It'll be sharp. Okay, okay. It'll be so a sharp frying pan. You cook you put your your normal cooking pan onto the heart of the forge and you grab this burning, melting axe. I'm going to have you take a little bit of damage. Uh let's do uh, 13 points of fire damage as you grab onto this burning, melting axe, and you put it onto the pan, and as the pan and axe begin to melt, you sort of reform them, reforge them, re-sauté them into the long pan of the sautéed long pan of the oh. sun. That's wicked. Okay. <laughs> Let's go, uh, Corm. You're seeing your friend feel the need to consume more um these two massive corn popped corn and just regular cob corn standing next to this burning waves of the heart of the forge what do you want to do um so you said so if i'm 120 meters away or 120 feet away i'm gonna move my 30 to be 90 but you said okay I was 80 for within Yeah, he was 80. Yep. So now he's You're... within 60 feet. Is um, <laughs> is Colonel also within 60 feet? Yes. Um, Everyone is within 60 okay, feet. Okay, everybody is too. Okay. Um, even um, Cobb, because he's not gigantic or he's not huge. Even Cobb. Okay. Uh, well, actually, 
I said he was on his back. Cobb is probably. He's on my yeah, back. Yeah. I'd say he would be. I'd say within. Yes, everyone is within. Right. 60 um, feet. In that case, I'm going to do mass healing word at level four. Get that extra d4 in there. Um, so what that would be is going to be two d4 plus my spell modifier. Yep. Oh, that'd mm -hmm. be okay. Um. So I'm going to do that, try to heal my boys. There's Corn. He's finally here. <laughs> my son's new. I'm going to be out of it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, you guys, you guys are fast. Um, so that's going to be 5 plus 7, so you're going to get, what is that, like 12? 12? 12, 12? Yeah. They all heal 12 of these, uh, right? Yep. And when... Do you say anything as these mass healing word goes out? You guys think it's so I can't. I can't. It's all I can do. I'm out of breath. Jesus, you guys are. He's a speedy, but he, he's here's what I can do. It's for the drinks earlier. Um, is that a bonus action or is that an action? That is a bonus action. All right, so that's my action. Oh, it's like geez. That... By the way, huh. the voice of command does. The voice of authority, I believe, allows them to make an attack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, How much should we heal again? 12? Oh, 12 12 that's huge. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about that. Thank you, Liam. I'm effectively at 66 nice. now. Good to fight. Um, my question is, is who do I decide makes that attack? Because I can all, oh, of, all of them. All of us do, I think, right? Only one person can. Yep. Oh, only one? Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it says... Uh, yeah, if you if the spell targets more than one ally, you choose the ally to make the attack. Oh. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't know how many spell slots I got Gordon about, has left. Um, I got two first level spells. I, like I, have two I can pour my spores into the forge. And that one ring second spell. Yeah. Because my thing is, is Gordon <laughs> might have like the biggest like bang. I don't know what my frying, my sauteed frying pan or long pan does. Uh, as a DM, I'm gonna say damage doesn't really do much more at this point. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so this is more just like flavor wise. How are you just gathering as much energy? You should, as you you can? should let my my spores collect it. Give the turn, and I'll just like pour all my spores into it. If I give it to actually, you, yeah, we can fall, we can fall out of combat actually, and just, just figure this out as a group. As a group? <clears throat> yeah, the heart of the forge burns brighter and brighter. What do you guys, as a group, how do you guys absorb this massive burst of radiating energy? Um, I know I'm personally, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna set, well, I'm, I'm gonna it, send my but... spores into like the crack of it. Keeping it start up making with a, a frying pan. I'm, I'm gonna hold oh, my um, holy symbol and um, start chanting a prayer, getting louder and louder and louder. Um, are we assuming um, I'm walking this entire time as they're doing this? Like, am I closer now? If you want to, if you want to get within burning distance of the heart of the forge. You know, y'all been doing so good already. I'll just, just I'll hang out back here. Yeah. Chill back here a little bit. The forge burns brighter and brighter, 
and with the chants and prayers of Colonel Cornelius Cornwall, you guys are going to be subjected to a little more flames while the spores, they dive into the sun almost. And each spore survives a little bit, but most of them do burn. Um, and then Escacorn, you are reaching in to grab mouthfuls of this burning, burning, yes. burning. Um, how much health I is everyone else? 42. Um, I'm at 33, but 66. Okay. I'm at 67 if it matters. <laughs> that, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I probably also... Actually, no, I probably wouldn't. I'd be focusing on my spores. Because I have the bonus action to heal. Yeah. Heal yourself or the group? Um, so it's up to one minute. So... I'd probably heal the group. Heal, heal other peeps. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your two d six. You said we're out of combat. We are out of combat, okay. so you guys can just jump in. Eight. Eight healing. Uh, everyone heals an, an additional eight before waves of fire wash over everyone. Um, except Cobb, you are slightly shielded by Escacorn, who is cooking underneath oh. you. <laughs> Boink. Nice. 69? Nice. Is that the amount of damage? Nice. 69. Nice. <clears throat> Two things do happen. Yes. Colonel. With that amount of damage, you fall unconscious. But your prayers, your strength of will, your personality, your genetically modified being pulls you back. What do you what do you say when you get bounced I'm not back? I'm wreck! Let's go. <laughs> I only and live as you say that, <laughs> As you say that it you watch as Colonel Cornelius Cornwall, this natural instinct has been awoken within him and he begins to grow even larger. The genetically modified corn growing to a gargantuan size, almost the almost a third of the cornucopia. My goodness. And just you watch as the prayer streams across the sword stretch and grow and seem to glitter against the flaming light and they seem to burn to crisp leaving behind little runes that fall across this this avatar of resilience of corn stalwartness Dang. meanwhile on the other side Escacorn mm -hmm. you feel yourself burn, char deeper and deeper within you. Your new weapon sautéed in the sun and you feel something like spores telling you to continue fighting. Uh, Cobb, do you want to say anything inspirational to Escaporn? Oh, I'm here for you, man. We cook together, you know? We, uh, we'll get through it. And he's gonna hear my little spores go... It's gonna make little noises. <laughs> uh, 
the you feel yourself cooking and Escacorn you a part of you has died in this flaming fiery ball but the spores and something deep within you something else has awoken something a part of the sun perhaps with that Corm, do you want to do anything to pull the group out before they fully rust themselves to death? Yeah, I was. Um, I was gonna do. Uh, where was it? Because uh, I think I can only command one person at a time. So I. If you cast it at a higher level, the higher the each level you cast it higher gets you a different a different target. Oh, for command. So if you cast it at. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, if I'll. You uh, it at third level. Yeah, third third level command. I was gonna create food and have my little food minions drag them back, but then I realized they were so large that it probably wouldn't work. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll do a. I'll command them to come back. Um, just. Hey, you know what? It's not worth it. Come. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, it is <laughs> worth it. Right word. Everybody just. <laughs> that was not the right word. Don't come, please. Shut the time. Um, I don't know, because uh, it's only a one-word command. Gotta think. The word We're command, coming. the come command, has filtered into your minds, and you guys begin to move away from the burning heart of the forge. one now. <laughs> <laughs> return is returns a little better than come. <laughs> yeah. Cream of the crops. That's right. <clears throat> As you guys retreat, the heart of the forge does resume burning its bright, glorious journey and it begins to pick up speed once again. Can I heal it on my way out? Get yeah, some more yeah. vitality. And uh, you watch as the little bits of shells begin to regrow on Alfonso Nut. And he's released from his paralyzation and horrible beaten up state. <laughs> just goes, <laughs> Poor guy. He had no sympathy for that creature. Hey, I don't know. Although he was a taste as a chef. Knife. A bit spicy, but being. <laughs> I respect that guy because he's the he's a source of all our heat. Indeed, but he is a little bit heretical in our... <laughs> Just a little bit heretical. I don't know who Alfonso Nut is. I just know that whatever he was associated with hurt all my buddies. So uh, I'm gonna use sending real quick. <laughs> And um, focus on my power on this man and say, hey, I don't know who you are. I don't know where you're going. You hurt my buddies. I track you down. She ain't gonna make it. Uh, <laughs> just a... uh, I, 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 I'm just a nut. I'm just traveling through the galaxy. I, I, I'm not doing nothing wrong. Good thing I couldn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> he's got abused and then he got a hate you do get a reply of up oh, to 25 do? words I believe yep 
Oh, target you're making to reply. Yeah, my bad. You know, I have locate Go animal or plant, so we'll find object. If you guys really want to, you do have access to the warp now. Um, now that Escacorn has fully been consumed partially by the sun, like you've been fully consumed, and then you're basically living only because the spores that Cobb gave you. Oh my! So you're not, you're not dead. Escacorn, well, I'm not alive. But you're not yourself. You're not your old. Your old self died in the flames. Do I still wish to consume Amarika like different, different? Uh your your desires are probably slightly different. I think it is still consume, but it is a much broader range of consumption than just heat. Oh, consume everything. Consume everything. Consume it all. I'm freaky. You gotta start consuming the corn people. Don't do that. Don't do it. You were already doing it. <laughs> hey, I was I was making him I was making a cause. It was for better. It's the reason we made it. He got to be I think that's yeah. That's gonna be that session today. Sorry, I wasn't at my peak DM game today. Um, it's all good, yeah. I'm good. But we did, we did, uh, we did experience the heart of the forge, and you guys got to meet Alfonso. Oh, now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I want to become his friend, and then I'll make him into my furnace. That's what it is, basically. Yeah? Yeah. How are you guys feeling about the campaign so far? I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm having fun. Me too. Yeah. I'm invested. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. I didn't know if I was like, I was like, is it too much of railroading if I like force Tyler basically to summon the heart of the forge? Nah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he gets wasted on alcohol and then has visions of summoning like the the nearest star to him yeah <laughs> well i i was i was gonna try to just chuck the cornucopia to alfonso crazy? not because I, I i i i was going the whole um the stardust route with uh -huh. sarsis refined food and then um my um pangalactic corn blaster yeah to recreate some of the stuff i was doing with the malamancer just like increased like buffs and stuff for a temporary mm -hmm. boost. Uh, I was like, oh, that works too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tyler, I sorry, I took control of your character no, basically. But there is an entity in the warp that does want you as an avatar. See, yeah, my thought is is as much as I want to become corn, I think corn truly thinks he is corn. So I've already accepted mm -hmm. him as well. And, uh, and, uh, you know, it, it sounds like a heretic when you start, uh, saying, hey, twist fate. Psh. Can't do that. Okay. Hey, but maybe you, maybe, maybe that thing that wants you to be his avatar, it becomes your avatar. No. <laughs> you it, no, no, you're mine. <laughs> you man, but, hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um. 
you have a lot more uh, freedom whenever I like bring up the eyes. You don't have to just smash it or like do whatever. You can do like crazier stuff like spells and mm. or just like random shit that you come up okay. with. Yeah. I'm trying to work on my creativity a little bit, but sometimes it's a little no, slow. It's, it's, it's amazing. I love everyone in the group. Everyone came up with creative things. Um, yeah. Oh, Gordon, you are permanently enlarged. Oh, so enlarged. Okay. Yeah, you you were gargantuan when you popped back up. Oh. The heat has swollen your body to gargantuan sizes, and as you shrink back down, you remain in the large state. Blessings from our corn god. Let's go. Am I also permanently a popcorn, or do I go back to a corn state? As you return to the ship, Maisie is going to find a way. You know those um the glasses that she had. She's going to find a way to may basically make it so that your pop state is attached to your sautéed long pan of the sun. Oh, and so you get to return back to your corn. Corn right, state. Right, right. And then I pop back whenever I activate the pan of the sun. Turn back to corn. Yes. yes. Yeah. Popcorn. Mm-hmm. Popcorn. See, a frying pan looks more like a, a sun, too, so that works. Yeah. Yep. And also, now you have glasses to keep you Ooh. not in your popcorn state. I got glasses. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, you get you get a little pair of glasses so that if you want to ever be a bartender, you don't just burn everyone around you. <laughs> Alfonso notes that we're coming and, back. Um, yeah, <laughs> Cobb, you realize you have more control over the act of dying and death. There's something beyond death because. By all accounts, you yourself, Cobb, should be dead. Oh, you should true. not exist. You are just a, a piece of fallen kernel from the corn god. But I'm still here. I'm still standing. You're still here. I'm yeah. Still I ain't Well, next time another corn guy falls, <laughs> I'll show him what's up. He'll drink more. Yep. Uh, sorry, my thoughts were. I had like all these thoughts and plans, and then I got here, and I was like, "How do I? How do I convert it into words?" <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That happens even in combat. I get plans, and I'm like, uh, "Like, uh, how do I? How do I put this? You know what I want? How do I get?" <clears throat> Um, yeah, so basically, if Eskacorn transforms, he's able to open up portals to the warp. Oh. Well, as we can go there next time. Yeah. Yep. Which means you might be able to navigate through this distorted a- asteroid field. Okay. That'd be nice. Yep. And the warp you said is just a bunch of random things, right? That's like the dump. Yeah, it's just um like the Astral Sea mm-hmm. from D and D. Okay. It's just it's random stuff. 
Nice. It's sort of like a mixture of the Astral Sea and Limbo from D&D, where there's just like chaotic random stuff. Um, I don't think the chaos it's plane? the Chaos Plane. I forget. Or the Chaos Image. I don't know. I think it's Limbo. Yeah, Limbo, the ever-changing chaos of Limbo, outer plane of the Great Wheel. Chaotic neutral. I would yep. have it funny that the... Oh. Limbo is... Okay, I'll say that. Oh, sorry. Um, I found it funny that the god of like, the law and order in the D&D saw the chaotic plane and thought, hmm, I'm going to try to put law and order into like he did that. He's not the smartest. And he made like yeah. this weird and, like boards thing that like spawned these like huge frogs that like were gods like they would like contact people like xenomorphs. Yeah, he ejected a stone <laughs> yeah. of law into the chaos plane, and, and it it basically caused tiny frog things that are basically like predator. They stick. Little incubating eggs yeah, inside know, players, and then God, yeah. What is it like? Red ones make blue ones, and blue ones make red ones. I don't remember. No, um, they all eventually yeah, go towards like, black. Like, cast, like, was it? What kind of casters are they? They're high level casters. I think they just cast like power word kill regularly. Yep. I think. <laughs> That's strong. What the heck? Yeah. Oh, what song is this? Sounds like Dragged Across Concrete. By the way, thank you, Carl Casey, for being basically our main source of music through all our campaigns. Carl Casey! Yeah. I'll put him yeah. in the description again. That's a good <laughs> idea. Carl Casey? A podcast listener? All right. Let's do the outro. Yes. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, get get back in the void. No, back no, in the um, void you go. Be... Yeah, like Alfonso not blasting across the galaxy. We'll we'll be back. But for now you're floating in the void. Whoosh. See you next week. How do I end this? Um see you next bye. week. Oh I have to push stop stop recording. <laughs>